Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to the Deeply Graphic Design Cast, the show about all things design, from the creative side to the business side and all points in between. Follow the show on Twitter at Wes McDowell. Want the gang to answer your question on an upcoming episode? Send in your listener question to questions at thedeependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Here are your hosts. Wes McDowell in Chicago. Mikhail Morrison out of Seattle. Nick Longo in Los Angeles. All right, back again. First episode of uh, 2017. Yeah. Woo, Welcome back. Yeah, so we started the show like in 2011, very end of 2011. So, damn, damn it's like almost six, well, I guess it's technically five years, but even that sounds like a long time to me. Yeah, it does. Gosh, and it's so weird to think about where our lives were at that time frame. You know? Oh, I was, yeah. I didn't know what, where my next crack fix was coming from. <laughs> I, was high, I was living under uh, overpasses. It was it was terrible. I was still downloading clip art. <laughs> I was listening to this podcast you going, think? I'm going to quit my job one of these days. I'm going to do this thing. That was like Someday back be when it. we were all using Comic Sans. I mean, things have really... All of us, yeah. <laughs> But 2011 was the number one font. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think 2011 was the year of like the pussycat font that I loved so much back then. We, so. we should do a flashback episode. Has that ever been done? We should <laughs> pretend That'd be like great. it's uh, 1996 uh, or something. That graphic design that'd be awesome. Love it. Oh. <laughs> so um, it's been a while since we've. It feels like it's been a while since we've talked. Um, so much has happened. I feel like what um, what's going on with you guys. How's the post-holiday little treating you? That means that you? so much has happened on your end, Wes. You go first. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, I'll just... So, <laughs> well, I do have a few things to report on. So, we did talk about um, our Christmas lists. Okay. Um, and So, I got a few things. Uh-oh. One from this year and one from last year, I believe. So, I cool. got the the thin backpack that you talked about, Nick. Oh, very cool. Yeah. How is it? Beta brand. It's cool. I love Beautiful. it. Um, Beautiful. It's exactly as advertised. Are you hiding it under your garments? <laughs> I am. I'm wearing it right now. <laughs> yeah. it, it doubles as a girdle if you put it's it on. It's on all the time. I can't take this thing off. <laughs> and like it gives you really good posture. It's awesome. That's a, that's hilarious. <laughs> that would be hilarious. <laughs> no, I loved I loved that coverage of that show. I thought that, that was seemed like a great gift idea. No. So did you put that on your to-do list after we had the show? I did. Yeah. Well, you know why? Because yeah. I'm, I'm at an age now where like my parents still ask me what I want. Sure. And I really don't know what to say anymore. Because like, like yeah. it's the kind of thing like if I – if I haven't bought it for myself, it's because it's probably just too expensive, and therefore yeah. I wouldn't really well, want to totally. ask for yeah. it. For yeah. No, that's exactly. a great call. <laughs> I hope the next time that we meet up, you're wearing that backpack. I want to see mm, in absolutely. real life how, how it works. I'll have one for both of you, too. Nice. But, um, so, the, so the less stellar thing that I got that I think I brought up last year was the MyCloud. Um, oh, you got it. Yeah. Yeah. Great in theory, does not work at oh, all. Oh, no. What happened? Yeah. I, okay, so you basically you um, for anyone who doesn't know, it's basically a, a wireless hard drive. Mm-hmm. That's the idea. So you've got like your own 
kind of cloud. Right. Right. And my idea was I wanted to use it as my hard drive around the house so I didn't have to unplug my external hard drive every time I wanted to walk around with the laptop. Yeah. It's just a, you have to close everything out. It's a hassle. So um, I got this thing, and basically what happens is whenever you open up your uh, the, the finder window for all that stuff, it takes like five minutes for mm-hmm. the stuff to, to show to up. To sync up. Not to sync up, but to show up. Like oh, it's already synced oh, up. You, oh, so I see what you're trying. You're trying to use it on a daily basis as a, yes. I, yeah, that it's, when I looked into it, I was looking into it for a whole other reason. And that's why for me, I absolutely love it, but I know exactly what you're right. saying. It's not built yeah. for that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and dude. like, and when I, and you'd open up a folder and then it would take another five minutes for that folder to load. And it's like, Just this do is Dropbox. not working. Do Dropbox or drive. That's, that's the way to do it. You put everything on there. You can access it. In, through Finder, yeah, I mean, and I've it's got lightning drive. fast. Yeah, I've got Drive, but I don't. Yeah. Want, but you can't really open stuff up through Drive unless it's unless you have it local on your hard drive, or you have to download it every time. Oh, I you see, see what, what I'm saying. saying? Yeah, yeah, and yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. ever want to download stuff onto my MacBook because I don't want to slow it down. It takes up a lot of place, yeah. space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that sort of defeats oh. the whole fucking purpose. That's terrible. Yeah. yeah, they're not doing the best job in communicating the the, the use of this machine. And I man, oh. I look I looked at Wes, it like are you gonna over submit and over a again. Comment card. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I'm going to take it back to Best Buy, but time's ticking. I got to do that. Yeah, get yeah. it back because it's yeah. not cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't have the receipt, so I'm thinking they're going to be like, "Did I, you?" I, do, I'm, oh. I'm just going to go all the way down there, and I know my luck. They'll be like, "Oh, no, can do." So be surprised. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. Give it a try. And I don't really want to ask my dad for the receipt because <laughs> I feel bad because I asked for the thing, you know. Oh yeah, that's true. They might yeah, do it. They might do I it. Would... They could. If anyone here is a Best Buy employee, yeah. how about you email me and yeah. let me know the, the skinny on that? <laughs> what do I and do? Or why yeah. not have this? Scenario start the Nordstrom customer service experience. Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> I'll take it to Nordstrom. Hell yeah, they'll take anything. They will. They will take I know, the snow I lo- tires. I love that. That's just a common phrase for years. That has been a common. <laughs> I think it's an urban myth. <laughs> oh, is it? I don't know. I've never actually tried it. That no, I've lived it. They absolutely no. They'll, they'll yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay. All right. Well, I mean, I you have, have to little... walk in there with enough makeup on, but. <laughs> It done, it done, and work. done. I'll <laughs> yeah. get a makeover there at the uh, Sephora counter first. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, one stop shopping. Why not? So, what else? What's going on with you guys? Anything uh, noteworthy? Um, it's okay if not. I I actually had a situation arise within the past couple of weeks where I saw an opportunity arise with a former client, mm-hmm. and um, I reached the owner who I'm still on great terms with. This is just a little bit about it's not worth burning bridges because I got the gig. It's going to last for at least nine weeks. And you just never know what will happen in the business arena, right? Totally. So Mm -hmm. stay in contact with those that you have worked with. You just never know what will come around. And because this is a rush project upcoming and I rebuilt their brand back in 2008, 10, they're like, oh, interviews are over. Mikkel knows our story. Let's just cut to the chase here. So good things can happen from that. I'm not saying it's common. You know, I'm not saying that this is an ordinary circumstance. But unexpected and kind of cool because it's all all based on what you... Don't burn bridges. Keep your connections going strong. You just never know what the future holds, you Mm -hmm. know? Even if it wasn't a, a bad situation or just a situation that ended... 
keep in touch, right. always drop a line. And, and my billable little. rate is absolutely not the way it was in 2008, mm -hmm. but there's confidence there with respect to time efficiency yep. and, you know, knowledge. And so your, and you your demand, know. your demand you as a, know. you know, as a, as a business. So you can increase your rates have to go up. And I think that they, they weren't surprised yeah, by and that. And they've only grown sign. and expanded since Good I left. You. So it's, I, you know, I guess it's understandable on both ends in that yeah. respect, but yeah, it's just, it's just one of those examples that just holds mm -hmm. true to not burning anything. Yeah. Well, now you're like a, an F list, uh, podcast celebrity too. So they got to <laughs> pay you a little extra for that. Forget the D list. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I don't think we can even count ourselves as D list. I think we're F or G list, but I'll take it. It's all good. <laughs> Speaking of G list. Graphicstock.com, baby. Here we go. Yep. So, you know, Video Blocks, we've talked about them plenty on the show before. Well, yes. now we've got their uh, sister company, Graphicstock. So, Graphicstock is a stock media oh, I site. I didn't know they were, that's cool. Yeah, so they, they've got their hands in everything. They got the, they've got the video, the audio, and now the graphics. So, stock media site, you get unlimited downloads of stock graphics, images, buttons, icons, all the good stuff. Um, free to use royalty free and attribution free in your projects forever. So if you download it now, you get to use it forever in perpetuity. You're not going to get sued because we hate that. Um, <laughs> so the benefits, you know, provides a great value with the unlimited download model. You get unlimited downloads to the library of over 350,000 images. Um, that's like a lot of images. I'm just going to yeah. go out and let me say that. <laughs> Yeah, and it, they've also got premium content. So basically, that would be the same quality content you'd find on the more expensive stock sites, but at a much cheaper price. And they've, they've just got a great variety of everything you could ever need for all the projects, your own personal stuff, client stuff. Feel free to mark it up when you use it for your clients, extra revenue. Um, they're always adding new stuff, so it stays fresh. Um, and as I said, simple, unrestricted licensing. Everything is 100% royalty-free. Uh, keep everything forever. And here's where it gets really interesting. Um, this is a pretty good offer. So they're offering our listeners a free seven-day trial of the service. So that gets you 140 absolutely free downloads for you to keep and use in projects even after the free trial is over. That's so a lot. Yeah. That's so great. if you get this trial and just max it out, you know, get everything mm -hmm. you think you need. And That's great. And I think you'll find that uh, – that graphic stock is something that you need going forward. So that's mm -hmm. that's why they're that confident to give oh, you that offer. That trial will validate that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So get started with your free trial today by visiting graphicstock.com slash deep. That's graphicstock.com slash deep for your seven-day free trial. All right. Cool. So on with the show. Um, this one's going to be all about deep discovery. I, I think we've touched on this before yeah. on the show. Yeah. Um, but we want to go a little deeper into, yeah, into what it means. Yeah, we haven't in depth. Yeah, we yeah. haven't yeah. in depth before. Yeah. It's very fitting for the deeply graphic design cast to get I deep. I think you were going to take discovery. it to that level. It's so personal. <laughs> come on. Yeah, We're come a on team now. here. <laughs> so so when it. I brought this up, Nick, you, you mentioned like you were kind of like, ooh, let's do this. What's yeah. your story? Where are you um, at in this right now? I got to say that I've taken it to another level of the last maybe three or four pitches because of my exposure to a few agencies that I took my students to over the last six months. And it was kind of unique to go to a lot of these places and get a 
kind of a bird's eye view of how some of these bigger agencies are really digging deep into this discovery thing. I, I knew it was out there. I knew everyone's doing it and everyone has their own way. But mm -hmm. I, I got a, such a great kind of look into how people are really taking it and going uh, a step further in the process because the whole point is you want those first things to show uh, in your first round of concepts to be as close to perfect as possible. You know, you want mm -hmm. you, it rather than throwing a ton of stuff on the wall and just seeing what sticks, the more you do in that phase gives you better results at the end. And I'm seeing that happen in these two projects that we're just knee deep in right now. And I'm so glad we're talking about it because it's fresh and I think we all could use a little refresh in it, you know, here and there as we, we look into growing and trying to do better with the work, you know? Yeah. Cause I'm, I got frustrated over the last year and kind of going, why didn't they like this? Why was I, what, what, what I'm getting too much direction from them now when you should be doing it at the beginning, mm -hmm. you know? Because then you are so much more in line. And so I can't wait to talk about this a little bit more and see what we all say. Yeah. So um, cool. basically, yeah, so discovery has become a huge part of my mm -hmm. business in 2016. Before that, you know, we did a version of it. It was kind of a more, mm -hmm. um, you know, a more shallow discovery. Like we'd call it the kickoff meeting where we talk for about mm -hmm. a half hour. Yeah. I'd have a, like a one pager of questions to ask sure. until I you know, was introduced to this deep discovery method that's basically, you know, it it helps establish you as more of the expert, not just the gun for hire. Yes. Um, because mm -hmm. when you, the only way to give added value to clients so that they get a return on their investment is to really discover what everything about their business and their customers and what they've done before that's worked, what hasn't worked, their competition, mm -hmm. All that stuff because, um, you know, and I think this works for, it does work for almost any kind of design project. What I talk about is going to be mostly web-based just because that's where I'm at. Yeah. Um, and for, for the web, it becomes crucial because if you're talking about any kind of internet marketing at that point, mm -hmm. um, you know, the copy, the, the content, everything you're coming up with really has to come from somewhere. Yeah. And it can't just come from right. your own head. Right. It's got to come from your client talking right. to them at length. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's good for a couple of reasons. It's good for your client because they get a design that helps their business connect with their audience. And it's good for you because then you can charge way more when you provide them with that kind of service. And, uh, you know, the, so you're charging more, but the client comes out ahead anyway. Because mm -hmm. what I always tell my clients now is, um, you know, you can hire someone else who's going to charge you uh, this much money, but that's going to just be a, an expense for you because it'll be a nice looking website that gets you really nothing yeah. versus one that's based on discovery and you'll pay me maybe twice as much, but it won't cost you anything because you're going to make money off of the deal. Yeah. And, the and, and it's, it, if it's a new company, let's say, or someone from the very beginning, what a, what better way to start off with a more solid and approachable brand to that, to their customer than if they were to do it just kind of because it looked good. Do you mm -hmm. know what I, you know? And so I, I think that's a, it's right now for me, I think it was the hardest thing to kind of do because I was a little afraid that a client might go, well, we don't need all that, you know? And, yeah. <laughs> and I think that's the biggest fear hmm. up front. I've is had that, that for sure. Yeah. And, and you but know, just to clarify for the listeners, this mm -hmm. is for any given totally. project. And it I, does yeah. not matter whether it's web, 
print, brand-based, oh iconography, God. yeah, infograph. It doesn't matter. This Everything. is discovery phase for any project. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And, and particularly, we didn't in, clarify that at the beginning, and I just, I don't know. I'm just being structural. I think it's so. Yeah, and it, <laughs> it's the one out. thing. Thanks. It's the one thing we could real. <laughs> I think the three of us can really talk about so in depth because it does involve what we each do in every way. I think as a mm -hmm. creative, I think if you are being hired to do something creative and artistic and objective, then this has to be there because otherwise you will not. You will miss the mark. I think in, in yeah. so many ways. And um, I think its biggest benefit is where I'm seeing right now is the client is feeling as if they are in the seat, the car with us as we're going through this path and getting to a point where they're going to see the first stuff. I'm, I'm presenting the first stuff for this client tomorrow. And I feel so, I've never felt this, um, this confident with the concepts because of how deep we got into talking about the brand and having a backstory, you know, what makes it unique. I think that was the biggest thing was trying to get them to understand what, you know, they were showing competitive brands and stuff and saying, we love this. We love this. And I'm like, throw it away. We're not mm -hmm. talking about other brands. We're talking about yours and you're starting from scratch. So that's the biggest thing for me is that unique factor of what makes you stand out and what do you stand for as a company? I think a lot of times they're not even thinking of, do you find that they're not even thinking of that at that point? Someone new? Yeah. I mean, some are and some aren't. Everyone's kind of at different yeah, stages with to, it. Mm -hmm. But um, one thing I keep hearing from my clients now, since I've kind of done the more the deeper version of this, is they weren't expecting it to be that in-depth. Yeah. They were expecting it to be more like my a old way, which was a 30-minute <laughs> conversation, mm -hmm. even for a website. Like, I can't even fathom that anymore. Yeah. yeah. Like, really either. giving them something of value within 30 minutes because – now I, I do a three-meeting schedule, and each meeting is about an hour. Got it. They're spaced like a week apart. Um, we're meeting one. We talk about, you know, the, the, the client's business and their, their own goals for just their own business goals as well as their goals for the project. Mm -hmm. And then the second week, we define their audience. We, like, actually go through the exercise of making personas and avatars, mm -hmm. which is something they usually don't expect at all. And they usually find it kind of impressive mm -hmm. that you're taking so much time to do that. And it's key because what that does is it allows <laughs> you going forward, whenever you show anything, you can say, um, we need to take your your likes out of this. Yes. You know, it's, the question should never be, do you like this design, Mr. Client? It mm -hmm. should be, how well does this connect with this, your target the personas? Yeah. yeah. That is the strongest advantage for that thing because how many times is it? And I, I love this this part of it so much because it helps us as designers get past that entire hurdle, which is, uh, I'm not digging that particular thing. Because you can always go back to, it's not you, it is your persona, it is your audience. Who's your customer? And will right. they like it? Let's talk about yeah, that. Yeah, in fact, this is what bothers me about saying that depending on the artist or mm -hmm. designer, that they all have different styles. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because if you think about it, well, I don't. It's all about adhering to the project yes. and or the, yeah. the and that just drives me crazy. Just as much as it does be called a freelancer. You talking right. about people well, who have a set a set style? Was that um, what you, was, designers that are that are told that they have a certain style. Yes, 
Yeah. Yes. And it drives I, me batty. Yeah. Well, and I, here's where I think that can come in handy is maybe that's your niche. Maybe mm-hmm. you're like an amazing illustrator with a certain style and it's kind of sought after. And they'll come to but you then, But oh, then you would have yes. to. I think th- that's a good point. But that's kind of rare. Yeah. I think that that's different. And then you would have to kind of, in good conscience, turn away clients that wouldn't benefit from that style, I would guess. I, I, you, you would. You should. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think a lot to, of like, them are because I think yeah. it's weird when a brand bends to a designer. That, that I don't understand. But if they, yeah. if they realize that's their, maybe they've done their marketing already and they realize that's the look and feel we should get and they, they find that person, great. But you're right. Mm-hmm. It is very rare. And I think only the top of the top in all those little styles are really doing, th- those are the examples to look at. Right. You know? mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so we've talked about the, the second meeting where we do the personas. Mm-hmm. And then the third meeting, uh, we, do, we talk about their competition and their marketing efforts so far. Um, mm-hmm. And that's where we kind of figure out how many people are in your market, who are they, let's take a look at what they're doing, is it working or not. Um, are you... You know, are you spending a lot of money on uh, print advertising? And that, that, that's important because a lot of times you'll find that people are spending money on things that are not doing very well for them. And then you can use that as a bargaining chip later when you say, here's how much the website's going to cost or whatever is going to cost. Yeah. Um, and they're like, oh, well, we don't really have that in the budget. And then you can say, well, you're spending $20,000 a month on that billboard mm-hmm. yeah. that's not really doing anything for you. How about you reallocate some of that, you know? So it becomes important to know what, what they're doing already, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I would definitely recommend make a few recommendations here because I've definitely learned some things the hard way. Um, <laughs> you, when you do discovery, you're going to want to make, make it clear up front that you want all the key stakeholders to be at that meeting. Not only do you want them to be there, but it's very important to the project, that they're there. Um, sometimes it's going to be hard. Like if it's a bigger company, like I'm doing one website right now where the, the owner of the company, he's not going to be at every discovery meeting, but yeah. it's important that he came to ha, the, ha, ha. he has better yeah. things to do. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Well, but hopefully his team can, can represent what they're, yeah. what they're after. Cause guess That's what? He's going to have, cause he's going to have final say in the end. Sure. You sure. better believe everything I come back with yeah. is he's going to have to look at it. Mm-hmm. And say yes. So, yes. and even if they can't do all the meetings, so the the discovery meetings should be followed the next week with a solution presentation. I I really need everyone to be there. Yeah. Because what happens when they're not there is now I've made this great presentation to people who are not making the final decision. Yeah, that and always what, sucks. Yeah. And the best that's going to happen is they're going to take the whole proposal written out and say, "Here you go, owner of the company, take a look at that." But they haven't seen all the work that's gone into it. Exactly. You know? So I would definitely recommend you get those people there. Um, and, oh, another cool thing is you can actually there's, – there's two different ways of looking at discovery, okay? So you can charge for it um, as a dis- standalone service or a lead-in to, you know, implementing your solution for them. So if I do discovery for a client, I technically could charge you for that time. I'm not doing that yet, but I find that's going to be part of my mm-hmm. strategy going forward. Sure. Yeah. Um, what right. I, yeah. What I do now is basically I get a call and I, I've qualified uh, a client as being serious 
and ready to go. So then I'll offer discovery for them, these three meetings, with no payment gateway up front. Mm -hmm. But it's a great lead generation tool because it makes you, it really shows your value. And so far, I think I've only had one. Yeah, I've only had one client go through that Mm -hmm. where it didn't really end up in a sale. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So the numbers sound good because you, it's interesting you take that approach and you're having great luck with it. Now you, I bet you feel a little more confident in the next few months that you can maybe start sneaking in the, the, the fees for that. Do you think? Yes. Yeah, well, exactly. What I'm in it, what I'm planning on is when it gets to a point where I'm getting more requests than I can do, then sure. that's going to have to be then a, have to. kind of a, a gateway mm-hmm. yeah. to yeah. pay to play kind of thing. Sure. But, but for now it's, the supply and demand is kind of at, at the sweet spot where I can mm-hmm. kind of take these meetings and you you can find out pretty quickly if they're on board. Oh yeah. Within meeting sure. one. Yep. It's a de- definitely a good way to feel out. Yeah. So you don't have to go through all three meetings. Like you can eject it at any time. Mm-hmm. If you feel like they're not into it or they're not going to be um, the kind of client you want to work with, there's nothing wrong with saying, listen, I've enjoyed this process with you, but I can see that this is not going, um, you're not our, uh, the, the kind of client that we can help the most there you at go. this point. So, um, wish you luck and you can always recommend them to somebody else. It's a crafty else way or, to say it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you gotta be careful because you don't, yeah. you don't want to, again, you don't want to burn a bridge cause you never know, but that's the right way to say it. It's kind of like, you'll get that, you'll get that opinion to know if that's the right client or not. And I think it's a good yeah. way to test the waters a little bit for us as well, before we go 100% in on something. Um, I like that fact of like, I've been pushing to do more of the upfront meetings and each of these new clients we did that with and actually sat down with. And one of them was even like, what's your day? What's your, um, your rate for meeting? And we were like, Oh, you know, we were like, it kind of sparked us to think, Oh, they're asking, and I, you know, so we I love a, that we did a consultancy hourly slip fee. The o, but you just inside are going, mm, yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Of course, yeah. that happens every day. Come on, thousand dollars. So, yeah, exactly. Yes, exactly. I, love it. Um, oh, I, I so did not factor in the the travel time, and it took about an hour and a half to get out there and back. But, you know, and that hey, it was counts, man. It does. That, that I, stuff pisses me off. I love it when it. clients say, yeah. "How long did it take you to get here?" And I'll just be honest. I know, and they'll say. <laughs> Please feel free to invoice us. Yes, for that. I think it's so respectful. It is, when that and happens. it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time. Right? Like, and especially if you just they know it could be a bit of a a long time to get there. Yes. Especially in LA, you can't get anywhere right. for under okay. an hour and a half. So, uh, yeah, and I was I was really happy that they even offered that. I did not do that. It was just the time we sat with. But the cool thing was is now. It, I love that when we came back and all of a sudden this email train kind of happened with everybody CC'd on it and I got I've met all these people and we've had a conversation and we've we have a respect now because we had a good 2 hours at a desk at a table together and so now the process is moving really great through they all put together each one did the their questionnaire and then mm-hmm. they reviewed it together and then they came to me with one common um answer to the questionnaire that I left and everything we talked about. And then they all wrote brand positioning statements and they narrowed it down to one and we walked them through that. So everyone has a, a place and I find, do you guys find the same? It's like you get a better working condition with these people because the teams are more invested with you. It's so right. much better right. than that the, the typical way of trying to um, 
I don't know. I think sometimes my impatience kind of wants me to zoom through a project as fast as possible. You can't. Mm -hmm. Why do that? Mm -mm. I'm not saying stretch it out crazy, but enough enough that, hey. But respectively for quality work. Yeah, yeah. And hey, now all of a sudden your average bill or invoice is a lot more because you are mm -hmm. spending so much more time and bringing so much more value. Yeah. You know? well, one thing I learned this past year, too, is what you said is, is exactly right. You, everyone kind of wants to shortcut discovery like this and do mm-hmm. it in one meeting. But the, the fact is um, there's several reasons to do it over several meetings. One is it just would be a really intensive meeting to do it all at once, and it would take up a oh, long time. Oh, you'll be, burn out everybody. It would be yeah. horrific. But, yeah. but would, the, other, no. yeah, the other reason that's even more important is you mm-hmm. kind of start developing these relationships by meeting mm-hmm. with them. Week after yes. week after yeah. week, sure. so yes. invested time. Once you, yeah, and like once you've got these three meetings on the books, and um, by the way, the one key piece of advice here is never leave that meeting before scheduling the next meeting. Don't yes. leave it. Oh, we'll call call us. Let me know when you want to do it. No, it helps right up front before you even schedule. Yeah, don't schedule the first meeting. Schedule all three of them, mm-hmm. one week apart or. Whatever you want to do, I recommend a week apart, but then just put them all on the calendar. Send them, send them an evite for all three uh, meetings at the same time, mm-hmm. including the solution presentation. So there's never a question of like, when, when am I going to be in front of them again? Yeah, that's great. You know, so that's a key, key piece. And after those like four meetings, they know you pretty well and you know them. So they're going to be a lot more invested in you. Because mm-hmm. I think Which, yeah. also too, more people we know how virtual we all work, and I think it's very easy to be. I'm two, three years in with certain clients, and we've never even met face to face. And I think that's mm-hmm. just the norm of how we do it. But the more we could do projects and have clients like this, where we are invested and we've sat down and we've even gone out to lunch after the meeting or whatever, that adds so much more value to your relationship. You know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the more I, I wish, I wish I had, uh, you know, that's kind of my goal is each one. Now, if they're local, we're going to do that. And it just, it just sets the tone for such a better relationship down the road. It really does. Yep. You know, I agree. Cool. So, um, I've got my discovery questions mm-hmm. here. Do you guys want to kind of go through it a little bit to see what, yeah, yeah. that sounds won't, great. won't do all of it. There, it's, it's extensive, but, um, one of the things like I kind of hit on hard too is you got to do your research before each discovery meeting. So before I even get to that first one, I like to look up to see, do they have analytics installed? Okay. So this is going to be for web design, Yeah. but you can do a version of this for almost anything. You look at what they've already got and kind of analyze it and determine like, so you, so you have things to bring up mm-hmm. that make it look like you're, you're informed and you know what, what they're about. So I look to see if they've got analytics installed. Um, and if, if they don't, I like to ask them right away, can we install that for you right now so that by the end of these four weeks, we've got some, some good data to look at? Exactly. And usually they say yes. And that's kind of a good trust-building thing right there too, like giving you access to that right away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never had anyone say no to that, mm-hmm. by the way. So just, they can just add you as a, as a viewer to that. Mm-hmm. Um, and look their current site over. Just Is it clear right away what they do? Do they have a clear CTA? Um, do they have a, an active blog? Is it responsive, mobile-friendly, you know? Um, just so you have things to bring up when you talk to them. Yeah, and on a branding side, yeah. I think all of that is, like you said, totally 
relatable on if you mm -hmm. are rebranding a company, if you are doing the logo from the very beginning, you can look into and see little things that they know that you have looked at. And it d d makes you sound so much more invested and engaged in it because you've brought up a few things that maybe you looked at and you saw throughout your research, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Things like, you know, it, does the branding reflect the language used on their website or exactly. yeah, the, look, voice. Does, the voice? Yeah. I'm does always, it look like yeah. it's, you know, consistent with that? Things or like is that. It, is can, it relevant in the, in the industry right now? Look at right. the competitors and show them face, show them next to each other, you know, do, do a little bit of like, you know, I, I like to do that up front because it really shows again, like on that first meeting, oh, whoa, this person just didn't just come and, and sit, wants to sit here and be a sponge. They've done some work and they're invested a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Totally. So like some of the, some of the key questions, there's a lot, of, a lot of questions here, but some of the things I ask that are um, kind of important is um, what do you struggle with most in your sales process? Mm -hmm. So these are things like they didn't, they usually don't count on being asked that. But what it does is it makes me th makes them think about where the, the holes are in their, you know, sales funnel that we might be able to plug up. Mm -hmm. So the, the whole point of all of these questions is to come up with a really relevant solution for them by that fourth meeting. And, so, yeah. yeah. So that's a good one to know, um, you know, and something like what percentage of... So, and then, but that means that it's more specific to an e-commerce job, right? Nope, not necessarily. So that can be any company. What if you're a, it's a, a law firm? What do you, they get, they have struggles too. Like it doesn't even have to be with the website. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. It can be, because the website can um, solve so many problems, like it can automate systems, it can... Okay, so it helps them elaborate and think about other areas outside of the project specifically itself. Right. Yeah, because so they're it's... not hired... Yeah, because they haven't hired you to, you know, service their uh, attorney billable channel, channels or anything like that. They've hired you specifically for a web project. Right. So... But what if, what if they've got salespeople, for instance, who... Yeah, who mm -hmm. are kind of struggling with uh, closing sales because their current website doesn't really have enough information on there. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, what if, what if we could come up with some content for the website that the salespeople could kind of show uh, their, their leads to? Yeah, someone just, might just stand up and things say, that, hey, yeah. somebody, okay, yeah. customers it's always all, say we all... don't offer this or there's, it's hard to find this. So that's a, that's a problem you're going to find the solution for. Okay, so it all transcends or it all feeds off one another. All these elements feed off one another. That's, that, of course, makes sense. I've been in a situation like this where I've asked all these necessary upfront questions, and I'm not kidding you, I had to sign like six different NDAs before I was able to go back right. to have the actual meeting. That can happen. Yeah. Yeah. And so, but that's just a heads up. Because it's not a matter of, you know, le True. leaving discouraged from that first of several meetings. It's about maybe knowing to ask the question ahead of the first and saying, do you have an NDA that I can sign ahead of time? There are a series of questions such as, and then maybe you put out three that mm -hmm. I'd love to ask you come Monday or whatever the day is. Mm -hmm. Right. They, that way they, it lets them know that you are like ridiculously prepared. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's no harm in signing an NDA, that's for sure. Um, so far, I haven't really had too much pushback on any questions I've asked. If there is pushback, it's typically in my qualification call, 
where I'll ask questions yeah. like that's where I ask some really uncomfortable questions like um, what's your budget for this project? And usually they kind of won't say. Yeah. At yeah. which point I'll say, what is your annual revenue? Mm-hmm. You know, because that, that's a good indicator. And I had one guy say, I don't know why that's important. I'm like, well, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is for me to get paid. So, um, you know, sometimes just asking those blunt questions up oh, front. Oh, but you didn't let him know that that was the key reason that you had put pro- Posed the question, right? I think he knew because the the first question was, "What's your budget?" So I, I he knew I was trying to determine if they're in, playing in the same ballpark as me, you know. Hmm. So there's certain questions you can ask, like you could ask. I mean, that's a really blunt one to ask. How Very, much? Yeah. What's your annual? Yeah, I would is. never. Yeah, and and everybody has different angles and ways yeah. about this discovery. I mean, process. I say I say you can ballpark it. I don't say I need a number. I mean, just say like I, a range, because. You want to know what I'm charging for this. So, and then I'll, um, if that's too blunt for you, you can ask questions like, how many employees do you have? Um, if it's like under 10, they generally are not big enough to afford what I provide. Um, hmm. You know, it's just, it's one of those, I think it's an indicator. You looked at it as, yeah, I was just going to say, that's a measuring point for you to know. Right. What are, is this an entry point for me? And this is the right match for me too. Based on that, yeah. it's just, it's just digits. And yeah, like if a if a client yeah. says they've got 250 employees, it's like okay, we can. You're talk, like kaching. Let's you talk. Know? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah. you know what? It's, it's not to be discouraged from the small startups though that are extremely profitable. I've sure. had a number of client clients. That oh, are there's like exceptions. That. Yeah, well, sure. But the, but in yeah. the, and I one of my um, favorite clients ever is a startup. But he told me up front what his budget was, and I told him like, okay, that's that's in our playing field. That's fine. But when they don't tell you, I will not go through this discovery process. Um, without any money, if I don't have, a, if I'm not confident that they can afford it, like the price tag that comes at the end. If I think, if I, if I go okay, through so, all this work and so then I, I show them, uh, this is interesting and this is really good clarification. I don't ever undergo this discovery step until there has been signatures of an estimate figure. But see, okay, that's where with a website, I cannot even give you a price until I know all this stuff Same. because I don't know yeah. what kind of content we have to come up with. I don't know what well, sure, kind of... Sure, but an estimate is an estimate. So if you revisit after yeah. that first um, meeting and that's di- part of your disclaimer and that's all understood, then roll with it. I, I, I'm, sure. with, I'm with you, Wes, because I can't... Uh, to me, I, if I get the question again about how much would you cost and they give me four bullet points, I won't fire back a single thing until we meet and sit down. Discovery mm-hmm. has is how you find out how you're going you're gonna, to... You're going to reply. See, with and I won't even make the time unless I've got a signature. Okay. Well, I mean, that's it's different ways yeah. of, of I'm approaching it. I'm not going to get it, in but... my car unless I, I've got a signed <laughs> yeah. document. Well, here's what I do, though. Like, I, I kind of gauge it up front with that qualification call where I ask those blunt questions. Um, and at a certain point, I will tell them, like, okay, so m- most peop- most of our clients fall in this range. And then if they say, okay, that's kind of what I was expecting, mm-hmm. now we can talk. If they say, no, that's not what I was expecting, then, maybe. You know. it's, I think and it's are you honest you, with that range, or do you up it? No, I'm honest with it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Mikkel, okay. maybe what the difference is, too, is, like, I think if it comes through a referral, if it comes through a someone in your network, and that you've, be, you've become, let's say, highly recommended or whatever, and you feel the... I, yeah, I know what you're saying about the you won't you won't invest the time until there's something signed. But to me, I I, I want to meet with them and and, sh- and get that relationship going. So 
I've shown some credibility and I've shown my level of depth we're going to get into. So when they do get, because I'm trying to stretch those, in, those estimates big time. I'm making a conscious effort to move them up. You know what I mean? And to me, I'd rather invest that time. And even if it doesn't come to something, at least I've given it that try. And I get a, I feel like I'm getting a much more welcome estimate and no one's questioning it at that point. Hmm. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. No, I do. It's a risk. That, I get that it. That is a fair argument. Mm-hmm. I understand that. And and yeah. I understand and and I think that that's really great and transparent that you are noting that it is in fact a risk. Um but this is a good point in the discussion to just put out there that we all have different processes. Yeah. We all work different ways, but it doesn't discount the fact that we absolutely undergo this discovery phase oh, by yeah. all means. It's in there. Yeah. For every <laughs> single project. Mm-hmm. For me, I don't do it for those that are potential. I do it once I've gotten the slam dunk project. Yeah. However, um, I, 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 wouldn't, play- I wouldn't say that since I encounter this discovery, these discovery meetings following a signature that I'm making less money than you guys are. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't argue that. It's just no, a different way of going about the business. Yeah, but and I'll play devil's advocate with you, Mikkel. So half of the reason, like half of the benefit of this discovery too is if you have a client who's a little on the, like let's say they think they can stretch up to $10,000. That's a stretch. They think they can. They're not sure. Once we go through discovery and I know that I can, I could give them some kind of a $10,000 solution or I could go higher based on what they need and after you'd be amazed how after a few discovery sessions and then you show them that solution presentation that's so detailed and really answers problems they're having they are willing to stretch that budget up a bit because oh, they've yeah. seen and the I value those, in what it I is. have those scenarios all the time Wes yeah I have those scenarios all the time I know that we discuss this figure however yeah. after our kickoff meeting and discovery phase meeting following that Here's the total that I've come to terms with. Mm-hmm. Do you agree? Right. It happens. Of course. Okay. It's a part so of the business. I, yeah. So I think we're saying about the same thing. We just Yeah, um, it's just that I do mine I think at I a, use it at more a different as a time. sales tool. Yeah. I think I just yeah, I just I think Nick and I just use ours more as a sales tool. Yeah, that's um, definitely yeah. obvious. Yeah. That my, is so interesting. I, you know why? I think it's background. If you probably think about it too, I my I come from like pitch and win business where you did everything with the old company I was at to get the to get the 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 the, the project. And I just mm-hmm. to me, I like I like this idea of this. It's like new business generation, and it's like to me, I want to go out there and try to find it, and and and. I, you know, it's. I get you're right. It's just a different. It's a different thing. And yes, discovery is a part of each one. But mm-hmm. I can't do that estimate until I have an in depth kind of understanding of what we are going to do for them. It's mm-hmm. as simple yeah. as that. Yeah. There, there are some some things that just pop up in discovery oh, that they never sure. thought of. For sure. That, that could double it. You know what I mean? And, like, and it will either make the buffering that I did at the initial estimate worth it, or I'll have to revisit. Right. It's true. All right, it's cool. So, anything else to add, you guys? I mean, I think I think we kind of talked our way around this one. Um, <laughs> I think that was really great that we have a different route about going about this because um, it lends it lends itself to the listeners knowing there's no there's not necessarily a black and white with this. It's just necessary to have the discovery the discovery phasing to every single project. Yeah, and I start. think and I think the biggest piece of advice is don't shortcut it. Don't try to make right. it as small as possible because um, it, 
you're, you're going to get so much gold out of this that you didn't expect to get. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe not and, your first yeah, time right. or your second time, but the more you do it, the more you'll kind of find those, those uh, questions that are, you know, led that lead to other questions that really let you dive deep into their business. Mm -hmm. And there's, you'll, you'll come up with solutions Mm -hmm. that you didn't know you'd come up with based on a particular need or particular problem. That might be worth mentioning is that you may have this flat figure that is agreed upon for a particular project, but what might make you come ahead. And I've done this before is if you request a percentage for every sale following the launch. Mm. There's a different way to make money out of just the duration of the project. Mikkel wants to wet her beak on the sales. <laughs> oh my God! There's Some no, the there is no harm in, in bringing up any of this. Not at nope. all. I, I've done that with designs we've done for that are going into product, and we looked we looked at revenue and percentage points based on that. Why not? Yeah. You oh know? yeah. There's absolutely. There's the back end action. There, exactly. I like it. Uh, you know, one good thing I was going to say too, and I think what you said was just recent se- seconds ago was really interesting. That you do go into this so much more confidently, and I'm in the zone of about fifty percent of the work we're working on is in this new discovery phase where we've really sat down and taken the time. And the, ha- the other half mm-hmm. was stuff maybe we started back in October last last year, and it's a struggle on those work on those jobs because you're like, what do I do? How do we do this? What are they going to love? Whatever. On these other ones. It is like falling into place, and yeah, I, I I can't wait to go in there tomorrow and just be like, here we go. I've got six solid concepts. All of them are. I, I'd stand behind each and every one of these, and I don't think yep. I've ever had that. And here's feeling. why. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they are. I'm almost so anxious to see which one they go with because we have walked them along the whole the whole path, mm-hmm. and even yeah, cool. Even to Very cool. even after everything and after discovery, we did kind of like a mini discovery where before I showed them logos and we were all set. We had our we had our signed agreement and contract and timeline. I went back with logo directions and said, "Here's the three directions I I want to kind of put you in." And showed them examples of other stuff out there in these zones, mm. and that helped cool. to narrow it down That's too. That's cool. So you can really take, good idea. Oh, I'm changing everything with this damn discovery approach. <laughs> That's okay. so cool. So we can we, talk. We might want to have an it. episode about that. Yeah. Put a pin yeah. in that. Yeah, might 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 be useful for cool. sure. Taking it really into your cool. project. Yeah, love it. Yeah. Nice. All right, good deal. Love it. I know it's already been fifty minutes. This is I know. fine. <laughs> I know we all, all of us bitches have a, a bit to say about it. Yeah. Exactly. And you know we always have something to say about our friends at FreshBooks. <laughs> they're, the, they're the best. <laughs> they're sticking with us into 2017. Uh, mm-hmm. You know the new year's upon us, and you're ready to make 2017 your breakout year, you guys. Mm-hmm. So FreshBooks, um, they're a cloud accounting soft, cloud accounting software is helping. 10 million agencies and freelancers save tons of time and stress by changing the way you deal with paperwork because we hate paperwork around here. So (laughs) it makes it ridiculously easy to send out invoices, get organized, get paid quickly. So, um, you know, FreshBooks has just been completely redesigned from the ground up. I think I told you guys about that and custom built for the way we as designers and creatives work. I have to admit something about this. (laughs) <laughs> so since for so many episodes, Wes, you've been mentioning their new redesign. I'm like, yeah. where the hell is oh, this new fresh it? design? <laughs> no, I haven't. So we have to sign up. For I it. finally had a sales guy. Um, no, I didn't have him. This guy finally pinged me just yesterday morning, saying, 
I got Listen, it. I got it today. That you're signed into FreshBooks <laughs> oh. on four different devices, and the reason you don't see the refresh design is because you need to log out to at least two of them. Oh shit! Oh, wow. I know. So I haven't Who seen knew? this new spectacular design until just today. <laughs> what do you think? It's awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. It's really. Been I love well the interface. Out. It's a step up from yeah. what what it was. Sure. Exactly. And I talked to the guy who designed it and there was a reason for everything. It was like, yeah, it was. <laughs> That's great. It's great. Yeah. Uh, I was just biting my tongue going, what the hell is this? Like, yeah, design? Wes, that new design. <laughs> yeah, it looks great. They, All the blue. changed a lot. The blue, the blue color yeah. looks amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it really is new, you guys. So um, Yeah, no, it's know, great. Yeah, so send really professional-looking invoices in under 30 seconds. That's still the same. Um, and with literally two clicks, you can set yourself up with FreshBooks Online payments and end up with money in your pocket way sooner. Um, in fact, with FreshBooks payments, over 60% of invoices get paid within one day. That's a pretty good stat. So um, the other 40%, if they don't get paid, if you're going to pay right away, you can make them send little annoying reminders so you don't have to do it. And you can always see when they've been looked at, all that good stuff. So um, to claim your 30-day unrestricted free trial, go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. Once more for the cheap seats, go to freshbooks.com slash deeply graphic and then enter deeply graphic design in the how did you hear about a section. All right. Cool. Listen to question time. Our favorite time of the episode. All right. This one's from Erica, and Erica says, can you go through specific reasons you give to potential clients as to why they should not use cheaper website builders such as Squarespace? Um, great question. So, and pretty apropos to our discussion today, yeah. right? Yeah, definitely. So, yeah, what I would say to that, um, first of all, okay, to preface this, I would say there's like kind of a few different kinds of clients out there. They're the ones who want to use website builder mm -hmm. who think that's a good idea to just put up put up a website that's just it, it might be really pretty but not a lot of thought was gone has gone into it mm -hmm. not a lot of strategy has gone into it mm -hmm. um, I'm not gonna knock any of these companies I think that they do provide a service and I think they also clear the way for the kinds of clients that I wouldn't necessarily consider my ideal client anyway sure because my ideal client is a bigger company that probably would never think about doing something like that. Like they it's want something that's custom. it's relatable to a logo tournament and everything else. Mm -hmm. that, that is a kind of a cheaper uh, solution. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There'll always be a, a, there'll always be players in that arena. Yeah. Um, I, I'm kind of grateful for companies like that, that take those <laughs> clients off my plate, to be honest. So um, if they're asking questions as to why they should do that rather than hire you, then you're probably talking to the wrong people to begin with. I'll give that as a preface. But, um, you know, like I, like I said, the, the best argument is you'll, you may get a really nice-looking website. You may get a nice-looking website. But even if it's the best-looking site in the world, if it doesn't have that discovery process behind it and it's not built with their audience in mind, all it's going to do is be there to look pretty. What do you guys have to say? I just had my first, I just completed my very first um, Squarespace job. Oh, so, oh, but so you used it as, but you were the brains behind it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well then that, that's a different story. 
Yeah, it is a little bit. Um, because I don't think if I ran my own studio that we could have customized the shit out of it. To be, mm -hmm. you know, you uh -huh. know, that's just kind of what comes with the business. But um, it doesn't look like a. I wouldn't guess that it looks like a Squarespace site. It, it came out really clean and nice. I'm impressed. That's great. Nice. Um, I'm also not the developer on the job though, and he would might say he might bitch about a lot of areas that were wonky and not user friendly. I don't know, but um, by and large, it went pretty well. That's cool. I mean. But yeah, again, that's different because they're hiring you to kind of customize it. Yeah. Whether it can be customized to the hilt or not is a different Yeah, I guess story, the question's but... more towards the client wanting to do it all on their own. Right. Yeah. Well, and I, part of the beauty yeah. of part of the beauty of clients opting for a, a templatized service like Squarespace is um, one-time fee. That way, I can have control over the site thereafter. And I, it's not yeah, updates a WordPress and, dashboard yeah. that is overwhelming to me specifically. I don't have to deal with that. Mm -hmm. Or a CMS system that's totally over my head in Joomla. I can just log in. Everything's previewed great. And so I get it. And they can have maybe an assistant or an intern almost go in there and do yeah. that kind of stuff. And I've pushed a few clients yeah. in that direction because I wanted to be there to help them with the beginning of it and the all the elements and the layout and the messaging but if I think it's an advantage to them if you can help them out and kind of give them everything like we said today in, in the background and the discovery and the, right. the purpose and, and the meaning. I always supply a training guide. Um, yeah, that's a cool idea. At, at completion. And I, I provide that in the estimate knowing that that's going to be, yeah, just because otherwise it's like, okay, so this is done. We'll, yeah. Now that it's no longer 2006, how do I change the footer? I don't even know what to do. You know? <laughs> but it, it's really the worth you bring as the designer in any of these in things we've talked about. And even when we talked about people saying, you know, how do we challenge ourselves in this world that everything's becoming automated and there's an automated logo builder. Yeah. There's, a, there's all right. these, these cheap <laughs> versions out there. Yeah, well, guess what? You are a person. You're the person that they're hiring. And so, yeah. like, be that, be that um, variable in the solution. Without you, let them go. Let them, let them try it. We've, we've said that before, you know. Mm -hmm. But if you're involved, you bring all of that added value and the stuff you've learned and the stuff you know as a designer. So... I don't think there's right. really any comparison. And then anyone who's afraid of it, man, just, just keep on pushing and learning the skill better. You'll stand right. out, you know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and I think that there, there might be some kind of a market for this, like as a, as a web designer. Oh, there's tons marketer of marketer. Yeah. That you could uh, maybe charge a little less and this could be your format. I've mm -hmm. honestly never used any of these kind of builders. So I don't know how good they are. I can't really speak to that. I was approaching it just more as we can design you a website from scratch or you can do it on Squarespace yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I never really kind of thought of that, um, mm -hmm. the, the mashup of hiring you to, to do it. But, you know, Squarespace would be instead of WordPress mm -hmm. or whatever. Um, and, yeah, and I just yeah. don't know. And that's my, own, that's my only way of dabbling because I don't do web in any way. I have helped and done on these platforms and I find them to be they're they they're gaining like such an incredible amount of operations and features and benefits and it's it's almost like I, I I'd love to talk to you guys more offline on it and and show you stuff because it's like I I'm starting to see the line blurred it's like wow how how crazy these are becoming 
um, yeah. in a way. And, and you know, what I know it, it's a really cool, interesting topic to talk about. And maybe we, uh, we do one of these yeah, days. Yeah, all you these know? builders are really, a lot of them are extremely successful. That's, mm-hmm. There's no yeah. doubt. Yeah. Well, and that's just the tools. You know yes. what I mean? Like, let's never forget. Tools. That's the hands. Exactly. The brains are much more important than the I hands. Love it. Great, great way so, to look at it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, you can use any tool to do whatever, but it's all, all got to come from a place of, um, you know, solving a solving a real problem yeah. for your customers. So yeah. as long as if you can do that, do it on WordPress, do it on Squarespace, do it on Wix, whatever. It doesn't matter. If you can if you can do it using one of those programs, then go for it. But anyway, uh, keep sending in those listener questions to questions at the deependdesign.com or via Twitter using hashtag DGDC. Um, and of course we love the audio questions. So I don't know that we have any of those in we the need queue, one with an so. accent we need one with an accent we do come on guys give it to Preferably us it'll be sexy accents yeah. <laughs> none, of those, none of those unsexy ones i don't know what that is but bring it on <laughs> all right cool so where can people find you guys online mikhail um i can be found at mkm design on facebook and mkmdesignco.com online yay nick uh nick longo wait what <laughs> You're killing me. I totally <laughs> lost it. Longodesigns.com. That's your and, name. <laughs> yes. Hello, my name is Nick. Uh, uh, and uh, Longo Designs on Instagram as well. Cool. Um, this time I, I want to invite you guys to, to follow The Deep End on LinkedIn. How about that? There you go. So I don't really know the link to give you, but I guess just search The Deep End on, uh, on, the, on the LinkedIn. You'll be fine. On so that with LinkedIn that in mind. On the LinkedIn, as my mom would say. Um, she doesn't know what LinkedIn is. So. <laughs> What am I talking about? (laughs) All right. Well, with that in mind, keep designing and catch us next time on the Deeply Graphic Design Cast.